0: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All
1: right. Cordell Cordell. I keep seeing people wanting John Harbaugh fired. And listen. I understand he has made some questionable decisions. It's almost like the definition of insanity. When you continue to do the same thing over and over again, and you continue to get the same result, that's what insanity is. And it feels like John Harbaugh is insane when it comes to some of these decisions that he's making, because he hasn't learned anything. A lot of the same things that rise up in the dolphins game, um, reared its ugly head in this game. And he did not, do anything you know really different right um there are a lot of things that i just felt like were coaching breakdowns and john harbaugh is the head coach one of the things that you know it was discussed was apparently um he told them to end uh, to let the bills score mm-hmm. so that they could potentially try to get the ball back and uh, which, listen, Sean McDermott knew was going to know that anyway, to be clear. OK, <laughs> like, it, do you think that Sean McDermott was going to say, hey, if, if there's a really big hole, make sure you go ahead and score. He's going to mm-hmm. tell them to fall down at the first down marker or whatever. But whatever. That's not here nor there. Whatever. John Harbaugh told some guys. If let them score, and then apparently everybody didn't get the message away, uh, and, and tried to make some things happen. And then we started to see some tension between Marcus Peters, mm-hmm. um, and John Harbaugh. And Coach Harbaugh was asked about this, um, and this is what he had to say We're on the same page, you know, he and I. We, we got a great relationship, we got an honest relationship, you know. I love him, I hope he still loves me. We'll see, you know, but uh. I'm a Marcus Peters guy. So, uh, he's trying to downplay it and saying that they're good. I mean, mm-hmm. look, everybody knows that Marcus Peters is a firecracker. That's probably putting it lightly. Um he's always been a fiery type of dude. It appears that he was frustrated. Cordell, you were there. Um and so it, uh, what did you see in terms of where this began?
0: So two things. One on the on Harb saying that he told the guys to to let them score. Um, the way it was expressed to me is the fact that defensive players are coached to in that situation, if the coach says to let them score, okay, let them score. But if you believe that you have an opportunity to force a fumble of some sort or knock the ball out of their hands, then within discretion, do it. And I think that's what a da thought. The way he tackled him, he he kind of had a punch in there as he tackled him. So you could tell he's trying to knock the ball out. But honestly, I think if he doesn't try to tackle him, Devin Devin Singletary scores that touchdown. It looks like he was literally trying to get into the end zone. Um, and I thought Adafe Owe coming in and making that tackle was was devastating at that time. Uh, but I, I I'm based off what I've been told. He he included, did get the message, but he thought that that was a situation where he felt like he could punch the ball out. Um, to the Marcus Peters situation, that had kind of been brewing for a second. Let's go all the way back to the fourth and goal uh, where the Ravens went forward on that fourth and goal. I have a seat kind of on the, I said maybe on the 25-yard line going in the direction that the Bills were going in the fourth quarter. So I'm on the other end of the field. But I see, but Peters is on that end of the sideline. And that entire time as the Ravens are getting ready to line up, Peters is just yelling down the sideline. And I'm just looking like, who is Marcus Peters talking to? And then he goes from just yelling from that end of the sideline to kind of like sprinting down up the sideline towards where Le- the offense is. Um, and Harbs is kind of up there because it's like he's in limbo on whether he wants to call timeout or whether he just wants to get up close and really see what's about to happen with his play. So Peters is running up there, and as he's getting close, I'm like, is he yelling at Harbs? And sure enough, he goes up, and he goes up to Harbs and that conversation wasn't as testy as the one that happened late at the end of the game, uh, but he had something to say to Harbs and that was before the snap. So then the ball is snapped, the play ends up happening the way it happened, Lamar throws the pick, defense goes back on the field. And I think at that time you fast forward back to now Peters is coming off the field, taking his helmet off, pissed off. I think at that point, reality starts to set in. We lost. Um, and we're about to lose by a field goal. And now I think Peters is coming back to, well, if we took the field goal up there, this wouldn't be, we would be potentially about to go to overtime. We wouldn't be. Just walking off the field in a loss, so I think that's when Peters kind of just got pissed off, and he's walking past the sideline, and he says something to Harv's, and Harv's turner turns around, and he says something back, and now Peters has got to be, you know, somebody's got to jump in front of him because he's ready to charge at his head coach at this point.
1: Yeah,
0: Um and those are just two competitive guys. I think I don't, you know, people are going to blow it up and yep. make it into something that is not. But we just saw Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy getting into it last week. Yeah, we, you know we we saw Quentin Williams getting into it with his D line coach last week. This happens in the NFL. Coaches the getting into it happens. Um, I'm not taking this, and I've heard and seen people say, "Oh, Peters is fed up. He's ready for Harbs to be gone." That doesn't come on and replace him with who? Yep. Like, I'm. I don't think that that's the the angle we should take here but I understand hey I'm a fan of a franchise that completely stinks so I get it you when you have heartbreaking losses the way that the Ravens did against the Bills and it looks so similar to the loss against the Dolphins you know you you start coming back and then some of these pivotal coaching decisions that happening throughout the course of the game don't pan out you look at your head coach and I yeah. think it's justifiable. I'm not trying to say Harbs doesn't deserve any blame or any criticism he because he definitely does He's the head coach, but I'm not going to take it all the way to the point of saying that the guy should lose his job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it boils down to these coaches need to get better at adjusting throughout the course of the game and they need to get better at just being, finding different ways to get these guys in positions to make a play. They got to coach some of these guys up. I, I don't know what all they can do because at the end of the day, it's the NFL. They can only do, but so much. These are the elite of the elite athletes. If they can't get it done, I don't know who can, mm-hmm. Um, but in this situation, you know, I understand people are calling for Harb's job. I, I don't agree with it, but I get it. People are upset. They yeah. have high expectations out here in Baltimore. Yep. And, Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Yeah, and at the end of the day, Harpo's not getting fired in the middle of the season, particularly not going into week five. That's not happening. Uh, Yeah, yeah, like they're two and two and that's not happening, okay? So even if that's the case, even if somehow it gets, you know, uh, worse from here or whatever, like let's just not do that, okay? It's not happening. So ultimately, you know, I just think that that I, I think that Harbaugh deserves a whole lot of uh, blame in this loss because he is the head coach and he should be making better sound decisions in that regard. But ultimately I, I think that it, it'll get better. He, it, here's the thing. He's never going to not be aggressive. Okay. Like you said, you mentioned this um, a couple segments ago, that's never going to be the case. He's always going to continue to be aggressive. The problem is, is that he has to find a way to be more um to execute, find, find some better situations to put his team in um, in order to do that and and, and to tell Greg Roman, hey, I, I, let's not do that no more. I, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that, whatever. And I agree with you. Like the Marcus Peters thing, like, look, Marcus Peters is a very high-strung dude, a very emotional dude, and that's just kind of how these things go. I just want people to be a little bit more realistic about – um what is happening now look if the Ravens somehow in the season on some type of um 6 and 11 record or uh, you know hey we gotta have a conversation Mm -hmm. um and maybe it is time for Harbaugh to go somewhere else because maybe it's just not working anymore right but I don't think that he's lost his locker room I, I think that um a lot of this stuff is uh things that could be fixed And I, like I said, we talked about in the last segment with the defense, I think that there are some things that are trending upward and I I just don't think that you can just chuck it all up and have some interim dude come in. And honestly, have you looked around in the AFC North? Well, guess what? The Ravens are tied for first place. The whole damn division is mediocre. Okay. The Steelers are one and three and then everybody else is two and two. So you firing hardball today is going to do what? I, I just want to know. You know what I mean? Like, what it's exactly are you doing here?
0: I, I Look, I, I like I said, I, I get people's frustration. And yeah. at the end of the day, you know, Harbs, Harbs has got to do a better job of getting his guys ready to play. Mm-hmm. He's got to do a better job of keeping guys locked in for 60 minutes because it's clear they're not. You know, they yep. get up on these teams. And they have to understand when you, especially you want to beat teams like Buffalo, you want to beat teams like Miami, this year's Miami team, you have to play a full 60 minutes of football and they're not doing that. And i tell you another thing, this Ravens team at times looks soft. I'm going to just say it. They look soft. They look soft. They look like a team that when everything's going great, when everything's going right, they're great. But as soon as the tide turns, they can't catch it. And I don't know why that's the case right now, but they just don't look like a team that can deal with adversity. Where well. if it's not all going picture perfect for them, yep. they're in trouble. And I yep. got news for you it's never going to go picture perfect, especially in the playoffs. Yep. If you plan to win in the playoffs, you have to be ready to have those. Those games where both sides are throwing punches and landing punches. You got to be able to take it and dish it back. And yep. right now, in the two set in the in the second halves of both of their losses, all they did was take punches. They didn't, they didn't throw anything back. And I, I think, like I said, it, it just gives me soft vibes at times uh for a team that. You could never say that about in the past.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And and something has to change here. I don't know what it is, but somebody somebody needs to have a heart to heart talk. And that's just what it boils down to. Have a heart to heart talk, man. Like y'all gotta y'all gotta toughen up. This is the NFL. Again, the AFC North ain't blowing nobody out the water. So it's still a very much division that you can win. And you have guys On the team, Lamar, that will always keep you in games. You just gotta find a way to to toughen that up, man, and and follow through. Find ways to win these games that y'all are up on, because because I I just don't understand where where is the mental breakdowns happening? And ultimately, when that happens, you do have to say, well, what are the coaches doing when they see these mental breakdowns? Are they even helping? And, And that's that's the problem that I'm seeing. So, hey guys, Hardball's not getting fired, okay? Um, sorry to break it to you. It's not happening. Um, you know, that's not a conversation. None of us are going to have until the end of the football season, but it is completely okay to call a spade a spade. And that's basically where I'm at with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, hey, look, Bengals next week, on to Cincinnati, (laughs) like Bill Belichick would say. Got to watch the film, see what you did wrong, find a way to move forward, and and that's really it. Um, We want to thank you guys for listening to the Winning Drive podcast. Uh, We will be back on Wednesday, and uh, we'll look forward to having more talks with you about the Ravens, and hopefully we can move forward from there. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.